Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is me. All right, welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the plot of thunder and rock and roll, and it's Friday. So you know what that means? It's time for the Halloween-themed Duff McKagan joke of the week. <laughs> Hey, Chris Jericho, it's Duff McKagan calling. Uh, happy Halloween. Um, you know what a cow with cold says? Boo. Uh, happy Halloween joke right there. Boo. Cow with a cold. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Duff McKagan never lets us down on Fridays. Always gets our weekend started with a laugh. Well, almost always. <laughs> Boo. Thanks, Duff. But listen, I want to tell you, I had a lot of laughs and a great, great time on Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. Uh, so many great moments that I can remember. I think the Fozzie shows pulling out of the Miami port uh, with Fozzie kicking in and the Sail Away show. Something I'll never forget, just that feeling of, wow, we actually did it. Here we are. You know, and it's not just me. It's 3,000 people enjoying this experience with me, making it our experience. Uh, the second night we did a cover set, which was so much fun. Probably the funnest show uh, one of the top 10 funnest shows we've ever played. Corey Taylor joined us for um, You Really Got Me and Cold Gin. Phil Campbell came and joined us on um, uh, Breaking the Law. Eddie from King was up there singing Judas. And uh, just it was just Jack Slade played drums on TNT. Just a great time. Um, all the Fozzie shows were fun. Really enjoyed the, the, the podcasts. Uh, the Eddie Guerrero podcast was very special. That's coming up very soon. I love the stir. They, they gained a lot of fans. Just kicked ass all across the board. Brad Williams, so funny. Uh, Alpha Club versus Bullet Club. Can't miss. Um, Five-star match. And the um, Impact versus Ring of Honor. Ten-man tag was amazing as well. Uh, kind of a... Mario Kart themed deal from from the Bullet Club. Actually, they're not the Bullet Club anymore. They're the Elite. We're going to get into that more when we do uh, that podcast next week. So, anyways, uh, one of the best times of my life. Just a great experience. So many fun people. So many fun experiences. And we are working diligently to uh, announce more news about a second Rager at sea. Um, and of course, like I said, the Alpha Club versus Bullet Club five star can't miss classic. Uh, and if you weren't there to see it. You can watch it. Streaming for Vengeance, pay-per-view tomorrow night, Saturday, November 3rd at 8 p.m. exclusively on Fight.tv. 
and the Fight TV app. So sign up for that now. See all the great matches from the Sea of Honor tournament and the huge main event, the Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club. All right. Hope everyone had a killer Halloween. We're still celebrating here in Talk is Jericho. As Wes Germer from the Sasquatch Chronicles returns to the show with more stories about Bigfoot encounters, supernatural experiences, and dogman sightings. Prepare to be fascinated, completely creeped out all at the same time. Fozzy guitar player Billy Gray joins us, but here we are, Wes Germer returning for the Squatch cast. Don't turn your lights off. All right, so uh, here in Portland, and the last time I was here, uh, I got to meet Wes Germer. Germer with an M, right? Germer. Yeah, uh, Billy asked me, what's his last name? I said, Wes Scanlon. I'm like, oh, that's a single puddle of mud. It's <laughs> not the same Wes. You want to move that stuff, you can, Billy. Get it out of your way or whatever. So, uh, uh, obviously, the proprietor of the Sasquatch Chronicles, which about two years ago was uh, up and coming to becoming the biggest, one of the biggest in America. I'm assuming now it's gone over the top. Is, yeah. is one of the biggest well thanks to you thanks biggest. to coming on your really show. yeah it made I a difference to, oh huge difference man in what way i was surprised to how many wrestling fans are into bigfoot well it's yeah. not just wrestling fans it's jericho fans that's something that i really do uh put a lot of emphasis on 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 my show is is the paranormal type stuff the cryptozoology yeah. so i have a, like a pretty big following of paranormal people a lot um, that are into it as well. So, and then Billy Gray is here, guitar player extraordinaire. Hello, Fozzie. everybody. Thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah, good Appreciate friend it. of mine. Good to meet you, Wes. Good to meet you. Bill. He's our special uh, co-host today because Billy is also a big Squatch uh, fan researcher, uh, yes. looking for one. When I'm not rocking, I'm squatching. <laughs> <laughs> we always said uh, we have a bike in the back of the trailer, uh, like a motor, uh, not a motor, like a, a uh, yeah, road mountain, bike, yeah, mountain bike. That's what I'd say. Yeah, so so um, we try and just ride around and ask Billy where I went. Yesterday he said he went squatching <laughs> in Medford, Oregon. Oh, yeah, yeah, in Medford. Yeah, just she called me up, man. We could have gone, dude. Twenty minutes from here, thirty minutes from here. There's some crazy spots. Oh well, next time I'm here, bro. I'll show you guys it. where to go. Park the van up on a mountain, and oh my guess, God. Next this, time we're here, yeah, we're the bus. It's the date. The yeah, yeah, the bus. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that's like to get it right. Yeah. Uh, but what you're saying, so the, the, this is still quite a hot spot here. For, yeah, for, yeah. Has there yeah. been a lot of new activity lately, or the, not in so much in this area? I think what i am really been digging into lately is the government cover-up. Mm, I've heard, yeah, I've wondered yeah. about that, dude. Wondered and there, Yeah, there's a lot of situations, man, to where uh, people don't realize, when you think of Bigfoot, you think of just this hairy monkey out there, occasionally someone, if you believe in it. Yes. Occasionally someone runs into it, but you don't realize how deep it actually goes yeah. into a cover-up. I understand that. Right, right, right. Well, so tell us a little bit more about the government cover-up. Well, what I got there? a couple examples. I had a guy um, on just a couple weeks ago. He actually shot one, and he Ooh, shot really? it on his property. Where? And this was, uh, oh, gosh, now you're going to make me think. Uh, I want to say it was down south. I can't think of exactly where So it he shot an, an actual creature. What? Yeah, what happened was is he, he him and his dad bought this property, and it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's hundreds of acres. Okay. And he, so he's out one day and he's hunting and they're, they're starting to learn how to, they're starting to hunt this property, gotcha. learn the property, hunt the property. And he was up in his tree stand and sun's starting to come up and he sees the same darting in between the trees. trees. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, but it's not bright enough yet. He's thinking, I don't know if that's a bear. I don't know quite exactly what that is. So he sits there real quiet, and as the sun's coming up, this thing's moving closer and closer ah. and closer to him. And what really upset him was is he said that 
it would communicate almost like it was talking to another one. Yep. It was mumbling, hmm. this real uh, archaic chatter. Right. And if, if you ever heard like the Ron Moorhead tapes, the samurai chatter. The, uh, or the, the guy up in Ontario, there's a guy up in Ontario who's got some chatter yeah. from these, from some creatures. And it's pretty Is great. this the stuff that you sent me last time to kind of plug in as sound bites? No, no, of... no, this is different. Okay. So yeah. is it kind of like the, the, the like, is it like language. dolphin sounds or what is he talking no, about? No, it sounds like uh, just a really big, huge guy who's. Oh, yeah. yeah just mumbling yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know my name look up the number of the beatles they just go yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so he sees this thing and finally it steps out from behind the tree and it was it was kind of tree peeking at him and he was trying to figure out is this guy in a suit because gotcha. it wasn't a bear he didn't know yeah and so he's watching this thing and it's talking or it seems like it's talking with another one and it's not leaving and the one that he can't see, but he can hear it, it's coming closer and closer uh, from behind. So they're kind of squeezing him in like yeah. a mouse. So the the short version of the story is it finally steps out and he realizes that he can't, if he gets down and runs, it's going to run him down yeah, in yeah. his mind. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. And so he decides to shoot it, yep. but he didn't want to kill it. And so he shot it right above the knee. Oh. And... Right behind where it was at was actually a tree stump. Okay. And so he hits this thing, and it immediately screams and runs off. Yeah. And so he gets down from the the, the tree stand, and he runs back to his truck, and that's the end yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't want to tell his dad what he what he saw. Okay. You know, he doesn't. He's doesn't not sure what to say to his dad. You know, what do you say to your dad? I saw Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Shot Bigfoot. Right. Yeah. Right. And so he doesn't tell his dad anything couple days goes by and finally he tells his dad he goes i i think i shot something and he's trying to tell his dad what he he's like i feel crazy west because i didn't believe in bigfoot you right. know i shot one of these things and yeah um so he tells his dad he goes i i don't know what i shot it might have been a bear i don't know what i shot because he wasn't gonna tell his dad what he saw totally so his dad him and his dad go back out to the location well, he's smart enough to take his knife out. The, the bullet was stuck in the... Um, the stump. Back the stump, yeah. yeah. And there was blood, and there was hair, and there was bone matter. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. And so he digs it all out with his knife, and he puts it in a in a little um, a baggie. Yeah. And he his dad's like, well, what are you doing? And so he doesn't have a great answer for why he wants the bullet and why he wants... But he dug it all out. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is... He start and so he comes on the show, and I'm like, "Well, just tell you, you got to tell your dad what you saw." Yeah. I mean, God forbid your dad's out there and runs into the and runs into him, yeah. Yeah, and so he's like, "Well, something else has happened." His dad goes out to the property, and his dad had seen. Uh, he was in the same area of where this happened. His dad actually saw um, a deer kill, and oh. it's both back of its both back legs were broke. Broke. And its head was twisted around 360 wow. degrees, and it's just sitting there. Mm. And his dad's looking at it. His dad's an old timer, you know. He's gotcha. like, I, I've never seen anything kill a, a deer like this, gotcha. you know. And so um, his dad ended up getting hit in the back of the head with a rock, oh, and knocked him out. And his dad had actually taken pictures of the deer because he was going to send it to Fish and Game. Yes. Because his dad's like, well, is this a bear? Is this a bear kill? What what yeah. killed this? Uh-huh. Maybe it's a poacher. You know, his dad doesn't know what. Yeah, no, on the property. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So his dad wakes up, 
I don't know how long he was out, but he had blood. He actually had split the back back end of his head open. Whoa. So he goes to the hospital, has, I think it was eight or nine stitches, and he calls Fish and Game. And he tells Fish and Game, we, I think we got a poacher out there because I came across this kill and the guy started throwing rocks at me. Gotcha. So Fish and Game come out to talk to the guy's dad. When they come out to talk to the guy's dad, he's showing him pictures of the kill. Yep. These two DNR officers. And yeah. he's like, well, what, what would have done this? And they both look at his pictures and then kind of look at each other and then look back at him and they're like, I, you know, maybe it was a bear. And so he's like, well, the other thing too is I don't think it was a bear. And they said, well, I don't think it was a bear. He's because whoever was out there was throwing rocks and he showed him yeah. he was hurt. And he goes, my son actually shot a bear out there. And they go, oh, really? We'd like to talk to your son. Yeah. Well, here's where it starts to get weird. They called him and told it, told him, because I, I wanted the bullet, I wanted the bone matter, and I wanted the... You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I knew a guy that would do DNA on it right. for nothing. Oh, man. And so I was like, FedEx it to me tonight. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. wait. FedEx it to me tonight. He's like, well, these two guys show up at his house. And when he was on the show, he said that it was in his gun safe. He was keeping the blood, the hair, everything in his gun safe. Gotcha. They show up. First thing they want is they want the blood, the bullet. They knew exactly what he shot. Yeah, they did. And they didn't even mess around with this guy. And they told him, don't talk about this anymore. You shot a bear. Um, But he was smart. I asked him to send me pictures of it before because I knew they were coming. He sent me pictures. It's a bullet. It looks like bone matter. looks like blood and it looks like hair. Got some hair on it. Wow. Yeah. And it's not hair like from another, a normal animal. So gotcha. who are these guys that showed up at his door? He says that they were, they claimed to be DNR officers. They were the uh, fishing natural game. Resources. Natural resources. Yeah. 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 Fishing game. Um, and so they told him that if he, if they knew what, if he knew what was good for him, he'd keep his mouth shut. And as far as all the parties are concerned, yeah. he shot a bear. Wow. And he was trying to convince them it wasn't a bear. And why would they want... What are they trying to hide? Exactly. I mean, you know, what are they hiding? I mean... And hmm. there's another guy I just had on the show. And here's what happened in this encounter. It's him and his cousin. Yes. And they're out fishing. And this is down south. Down south, okay. So they're out fishing. And rocks start being thrown at them. They're in a boat. Oh. Rocks start being thrown at them. And these guys don't believe in Bigfoot. They think it's, you know, he thought it was BS. Gotcha. So he's sitting out there and they're getting, rocks are just plung, plung all over in the water near near the boat. And the one guy I talked to, he goes, I thought it was a black man up there throwing rocks at us because I got a glimpse of him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So they think it's a black man. So he goes, take me to shore. We're going to go teach this guy a lesson, you know, because they're pissed. You know, they're. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so they go to shore and his cousin starts picking up rocks and starts throwing rocks in that general direction, right where this tree's at, where they saw this quote unquote black guy. Gotcha. Never mind that. That's just Portland. <laughs> that could be the DNR well, quote unquote yeah, coming for us right now. Us right now. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. It was great being on the show. <laughs> um, so they start throwing rocks at this tree. And as they walk up, this thing actually steps out, oh. out from behind the tree. And he goes, Wes, it was the ugliest thing I'd ever seen in my life. It wasn't 
a man. Wow. It wasn't an ape. It wow. wasn't. He goes, I don't know. I can't describe to you exactly what this thing was. He goes, a cross between like a Neanderthal and I guess an ape. Yeah. Just the ugliest thing you'd ever seen. And so when it stepped out, there's kind of this face off. Well, it rushes the guys. Oh, really? Wow. And he said within a blink of an eye, the thing was on top of him. And it actually had hit his cousin, the guy throwing the rocks. Really? It hit him. Yeah, this is uh, crazy, dude. Crazy story. Yeah, so he yeah. hits this guy. He goes tumbling down the, um, down the, the embankment. Yeah, yeah. And the other guy that I talked to is standing there, and he has a gun and everything. Yeah. He's like, I this thing was probably eight, nine feet tall. God. Maybe a thousand pounds. And he goes, this thing was built for killing. I mean, this thing. And he goes... He goes, I didn't even realize it hit my cousin. He goes, because it, it, like in a blink of an eye, it was on top. It was on him. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes down, his cousin's moaning. He goes down there to try and help his cousin. And um, as he's helping his cousin, it actually picks up a log and throws it at him. Wow. And hits the guy that was throwing the rocks. Again. Hits him again. Jeez. Damn. <laughs> and he said that it was doing this mouth pop. And um, so. It's hat doesn't leave the area. It's still kind of watching them. And he's trying to pick his cousin up. He's trying to get him in the boat. He said that is, he said, you know, when there's water and there's blood, it looks a lot worse than what, yeah. Cause it dilutes everywhere. What kind of injury did he have? He was cut open yeah. by one of the rocks or something? No, a lot worse than that. Oh, about, okay. So yeah, we're getting to it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. You're too big of a guy for me to say that to you. Uh, so he, um, he goes down, he helps his cousin. He said when it took off, it took like one step, leaped like 20 feet. He goes, it didn't even look real when I saw it. Didn't even look real. And he said, this thing took off on all fours. Oh. So he's helping his cousin up into the boat and he's trying to call 911 and they don't have a signal. And so they start taking the boat and he said it's about a 45 minute ride back to where they put in. Gotcha. And his cousin's moaning and, and coughing up blood. Ooh. And so he decides to call the non-emergency number. And he said, we've been attacked. And the he said the operator kept asking questions. And he's just, he's like, hey, man, I just saw a monster. He's like, I'm going off like a million miles an hour. Yeah. I'm sure I sound like a madman to this woman. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I don't know what to say to her. She wants to know what we've been attacked by. And he goes, I don't know. Because mm. I didn't, you know, I'm still not thinking Bigfoot. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so they pull ashore, and as they come up to the boat ramp, there's a sheriff officer, there's a um, fishing game officer, and there's county county uh, deputy there. And so they pull the guys aside and start questioning them. And he said none of these guys believe them, none of them, ah. except for one. And you know the typical cop game they pull everyone aside try and get everyone try and get everybody, the story different, yeah. yeah everybody's story see if it all adds up and they want to know how much you guys been drinking and he's like what's well, i haven't drank in years yeah and so they're like well it must have been a boating accident he's like it wasn't a boating accident he's like i'm telling you this thing came out of nowhere and bum rushed us and he goes i don't know what to tell you and he said in the meantime his cousin's coughing up blood and they're still questioning him and there's no ambulance waiting and so finally, the one of the cops pulls him aside and goes, I believe you, I've actually seen one. Ah. And so they go, he gives them a number for uh, one of these uh, cryptid shows. Yes. And they're locally. And 
he goes, I got to take my cousin to the hospital. So they go to the hospital. His cousin has like three broken ribs and like a punctured lung. Wow. wow. And now there's a big problem because now there's documentation. Yes. So because of the medical, because of the, the medical, doctor, yeah. 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 So how do you explain uh, three broken ribs and you know? Right. Yeah, you know. Now it's a big problem. So when they go to the hospital, he's he said those same guys showed up, but some other guys showed up there. Oh. And they start questioning them on what they saw, and he goes, "I've already told you. I told you guys at the boat ramp. I told you guys when we got here, and now I'm telling you guys the same thing again. We ran into a monster. It attacked us. It wasn't a bear, and it wasn't a man." He goes, I don't know what to tell you guys. And so they separate them again. And these guys go in and talk to the guy that's injured. And he can hear his cousin yelling at him and saying, you know, F you guys. Yeah. I told you it wasn't a bear, you know, on and on and on. And then his cousin shuts up. Then they come and talk to him. And they're like, you ran into a bear is what you ran into. So they start telling this bear story again to these guys. He's like, I, we didn't run into a bear. Yeah. On and on and on. So they ended up leaving the hospital this couple days later. And um, an insurance adjuster shows up at his brother's home. Have you guys ever been injured in the hospital and had the insurance adjuster come to your no. home? No. So his insurance adjuster shows up at this guy's home. And he's like, was it, a, it must have been a bear attack. You know, we got to write this up for the insurance somehow. We, right. You know, it must have been a bear attack. And his cousin's like, write down whatever you want. I don't, I don't care anymore. Write down whatever you want. Yeah. So he, the guy I talked to, his uh, the other cousin. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm going to call the uh, hospital because I need to file at, uh, with the insurance. Yes, I yes. need because they were both there. He was there. He wasn't injured, but he, they checked him in, to yes. check him out, and everything. Uh-huh. There's no record of those guys ever being in the hospital. Oh, they did. Ah. So they're just kind of wow. getting rid of all the evidence, so it's to gone. speak. Yeah. And they, he goes, um, they were going to go on a, a large radio station there in town. So they show up to this. Well, first they get a phone call from Wes Germer from Sasquatch Chronicles, gotcha. <laughs> and, which wasn't me. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it wasn't me. Because he, I'm not probably not telling the story right. They went on another podcast. Gotcha. And he'd been trying to reach me. Mm-hmm. And so he was asking the guy, do you know Wes? Because I'd like to talk to Wes. Right. And the guy said, well, I'll put you in touch with Wes. Well, him and I never connected. Well, they got a phone call from Wes. They wanted to know everything. And then they wanted to know, what, you, what are you going to do about it? Oh. And they said, well, we got plans to go on this radio station and also this TV station. They were going to go yeah, on and just tell the story. Red, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they show up to the radio station and when they show up at the radio station, the radio station goes dead for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. And he's like, I can't believe this is how he goes, Wes, a few months ago, I didn't believe in Bigfoot. Yeah. I would have laughed at anyone that said they believed in Bigfoot. If you had told me there was a government cover up, I would have laughed at you for the government cover up. He goes, so the radio station goes down. Well, they miss their after about 20 minutes, it comes back up and they tell the guys uh, we'll just reschedule this. Now the radio station wants nothing to do with them. Yeah. They don't even want to talk to them anymore. They want it's so odd. It is. So he's wants to keep telling everyone what happened. He's right. like, this is a safety issue. Yes. They go back out there a couple days later, and the military has a whole place shut down. Oh, really? The military's involved. Mil- now. Military's out there has a whole place <laughs> shut down. 
can't even get into where they were. Wow. And they were told to leave, so they left. And um, he got contacted by um, <laughs> child support. Really? And he goes, you know, Wes, I'm, I'm an old man. I paid off my child support 20 years ago. Now they're saying he owes $30,000 in child support. So they're starting to come after him because they're he saw after That's him. crazy. Yeah. Suspended his license. Are you really? Saying Whoa. he owes back taxes. And they, the other guy I told you guys about yeah, that yeah. shot one, he was threatened that the IRS would come after him for back taxes. He goes, I don't know back taxes. And they go, you don't yet. It's dirty. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So, get to the boiler yeah. truck. What's your opinion on why there's a cover-up? Other than just the obvious, they don't want people to know that they exist. But why would they not want to know that? I think there's more to these creatures than a simple monkey out there running around. Right. And I think that I have a few theories on it, but I think if it was nothing more than a simple primate, a non-human primate that yeah. we haven't been able to catch up with, why haven't we caught up with it? Right. I know it. Yeah. I mean, where do they live? Caves? I mean, you know what exactly. I mean? I'm just saying. Where are, are you subscribing to the theory that maybe they're from another dimension that pop in and pop out? I don't think that they're from another dimension. I mean, I can tell you a very, very odd story if we have time, but... We got nothing but we've been waiting for this, yeah, the Squatch yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's more going on with these creatures than than, than what meets the eye. Well, why is it that hardly anyone can get a picture of these things? I can bring you police officers that have seen them. I can bring you judges that have seen them. Yeah. Hunters that have seen and them. And just as a segue, that's what you were saying when you did the show before, is that when you started the Sasquatch uh, Chronicles, because of your experience, which you can go back and listen to, is that people coming out that were looking for somebody to talk to, and they weren't just meth heads out of the forest. No, you had ju right. judges, lawyers, cops. Uh, cops, army guys, you know, firefighters, and everything in between. So yeah. continue. I just want and, to point that out. No, no. And, and so a lot of people are seeing them, but why is there, why is there very little proof that it exists? I mean, I can bring you footprints. I can bring you sounds. I can bring you, uh, I can bring you evidence that it's there. Yes, but people aren't aren't just seeing this in the United States. Oh, they yeah, have one down in Australia. Yep, they sure do. They have them up in Canada. Yeah, they have they them have, in China. Yeah, they have they them in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why is it that no one's caught up with it? All makes you wonder. World. Yeah. Well, that's also the reason why people go, that's not this bullshit because no one's ever saw one. And after all this time, you think somebody would have. Right. So either, like you said, what's your reasoning why they haven't? I, I guess my short answer is I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think there's more going on here than, than what meets the eye. In a lot of situations where people have these things on their property and they get pictures or they start getting evidence... And this is going to sound nuts to some of the audience listening, but all of a sudden, black helicopter. They start seeing black helicopters flying. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yep. And military showing up. Yeah. Why is the military so interested in 
And so I, to answer your question, Chris, I really don't know why they're covering mm. it up, but I think there's way more going on here. Yeah, and like in the national parks, there's the guy, David Polites, who's done that study. You, have you heard about him? He's uh, yeah. He does uh, research on all the national park disappearances. And there's been a couple that are really weird and, and could involve creatures. And the park guys are like, oh, no, no, it was a bear. It was a bear. They always blame it on a bear. Yeah. What do you mean actual people disappearing from the, from the parks? From national there, parks. Like touring or yeah, yeah, hiking or whatever? Hiking yeah, strange. Like that. Yeah. Strange. He's an ex-cop. And yeah. uh, huh. it's missing 411. But yeah. he um, he has a lot of, if you ever buy the books, they read like police reports. But there's a lot of very odd, strange reports in there. Um there's like Dennis Martin. I think you and I talked about that last time where he just, they were playing tag and he's within 40 feet of his dad. Yep. Goes behind a bush. All the rest of the kids come out. He doesn't, he come, doesn't out, come out yep. and he's gone. Right, right. Right. And then down the trail, two miles down the trail, people are hiking, reporting a bear with what appeared to be a child over its shoulder running on two legs. Yeah. And so it's, and this That's, is like 1960s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is in the sixties. Yeah. Right. And so they didn't, know what they saw they they were like well it was a bear on two legs and you know? a bear's not gonna throw a kid over his shoulder no, and take off yeah. no so when you're talking about this and you're mentioning kind of like the, the the government cover-up and all that stuff are we seeing more sightings than before is it kind of always just the same are you getting a lot of people calling you saying hey man i got a story to tell you yeah it's i mean it's ridiculous really yeah it's absolutely in the ridiculous category i mean you're getting so much traffic yeah wow. absolutely of people that have seen these and most of the time people don't want to come on the show yeah gotcha. so for every encounter you hear yeah they don't want to, have to back pay back taxes and <laughs> yeah, use their license right well, yeah. i think with government i i don't think that they care about what you've seen i don't think they care they care about your experience they only care if you can prove it or if there's documentation mm -hmm. to where there'd be too many questions. That's when they get interested. Yeah. They don't really care what you've seen. They don't really care what you experience because it's all unicorns and leprechauns. Yeah. As far as the general public. Sure. So yep. they don't care. Got you. But if you got a bullet and blood and hair yeah. and bones, physical evidence. Now it's a, now you're a huge pain in the ass. For yeah. You Can know. you imagine what would have happened if you were able to get that sample and send it to the guy to do the DNA test? Man, yeah. I mean, what ah. would you have found, right? Yeah, exactly. So what kind of stuff have you been getting? You mentioned the ridiculous reports. Would they give, give us some other examples of things? Not so much ridiculous reports, but there's... Ridiculous amounts, though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there must be some that stand out for you. The, there's one in particular, and it's a very odd story, and I'll tell you why I believe these guys. Okay. So I had these... Um, did I talk about this last time? The two brothers... I don't recall. I mean, well, yeah. it was two years ago. Yeah, well, that's true. I can't tell you what I had banging and bumps since then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I had these two brothers that called me, and you hear them in the beginning of the show. One of them says, um, "He told me to grab a gun, grab a gun," and I said, "For what?" He said, "Just grab a gun." What ended up happening in this encounter is these two brothers had bought this property. This is going to get probably too weird for you, Chris, but I'm going to go for it. Do it. Um, so these two guys buy this property and it's this large, large property and they start cutting down all the brush and all the trees. One of the brothers, when he was out there one night, he says the sun was just starting to go down and he hears what sounds like someone running up this, um, road. It was a gravel road. Uh -huh. And he kind of looks up and he's kind of looking over 
And he goes, it was a monkey. And it was running right at me. And he goes, it looked pissed. And he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what he was looking at. He's like, did a gorilla just escape from the zoo? So he gets up and he realizes it's not a monkey. Starts running for his his brother's home, which was right there. And he runs through the garage. This thing had chased him all the way through the garage, all the way up to the door. When it had chased him up to the door, it actually had peed out of excitement Mm. for chasing this guy. Mm -hmm. And he said the pee was real greasy and it stunk. Wow. Oh, wow. And uh, so he goes in there, he tells his brother, the, and I'll kind of cut some of the story down. But anyway, they they keep running into these things on the property. Wow. And he so they call me, and he starts telling me what's happening. And he said, Wes, it's getting bad. They're coming up to my daughter's window. And he didn't like oh, that. Yeah, I don't blame him. And it would tap on his daughter's window. And his daughter's only like 11, 12 years old. Yeah, And so okay. he's pissed. So they come up with this idea of, of shooting him. But there's two men. How many are on the property? He goes, I don't know. We've seen three or four different ones that look different in the face. And he goes, but you only get glimpses. It's not like they just sit out in the open. He said, they'll, they'll run in between the trees and mm-hmm. they'll throw rocks at the house. They'll um, roar and scream at the house. Yeah. And he goes, I know where they're coming down from. It's on this ridge line above my home. And he goes, our plan is to shoot one. He goes, we've tried to get videos of them. Yeah. And they did have some good pictures. And if you want to see them, I'll send them to you. But it it looks like the pictures they have look like a gorilla kind of sitting down in the in the tall grass. Yeah. Watching them as he's snapping the pictures. And he sent them to me, and they're great pictures. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it keeps getting worse and worse on this property. They're getting more and more aggressive. And he said every, almost every time we step out of the house, someone's getting chased or... If people come over, we have to go out with our guns and like escort them in the house. And after a while, I could tell these guys hadn't slept. Mm. I could just tell mm-hmm. these guys weren't sleeping well at night. And I'm like, listen, guys, it's your property. Do whatever you want. If it was my property, I don't know that I would shoot one because this isn't like shooting a grizzly bear. And because yeah. it gets worse, they seem to have a vengeance streak. And I yes. can give you many examples of that. Right. And so. They, it starts to kind of get weird on the property. So they, one of the brothers calls me. This is months later. And sound like a totally different guy. Like this guy had been sleeping. And uh, he goes, it's all solved, Wes. We don't have any more problems. They're gone. You, they're still here, but they're not bothering us anymore. I don't really want to talk about this anymore. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. But that's, you know. And I'm like, you got to tell me what happened. Yeah, no doubt. I've been talking to you guys for months, man. Right. And uh, he goes, well, I don't really want to go into it. You wouldn't believe it anyway if I told you. And I was like, well, try me. Yeah, yeah now please. Really yeah, you got to. He goes, well, he goes, my brother um, decided to call out a spirit medium to the property. Oh. And he goes, I was pissed because the only way to deal with these things was to shoot them. And he goes, what's the spirit medium going to do? And... So this lady comes out to the property, and, and this lady's story is she's is is a um, ex Satanist. She used to be a Satan worshiper. Okay. She claimed she knew demons by first name, and she became a Christian and everything yeah. else. And so she helps with poltergeist activity. And for whatever reason, the guy he was like, "This is our last ditch effort. Yeah, I really want these things to leave me and my family alone." And so she comes out. She starts walking up the the deck. Yeah. And she acts like she's going to collapse. 
and she and they thought she was having a heart attack. And so they ask her, they're like, he's like, call 911. She's having a heart attack. Yeah. She's like, I'm not having a heart attack. I'm overwhelmed by the amount of entities on your property. And one of the brothers starts laughing. He goes, what are you talking about? He's thinking that's some crazy old woman. Right, right, right. You haven't even seen one yet. What do you mean you're overwhelmed? Yeah. And so um, she goes, there's two of them over there right now. And they both look over and they see these two heads pop down under the brush. And he goes, Wes, he goes, I... He goes, I don't know who this lady is. He goes, but so we take her inside the house and she goes, what we need to do is pray. Mm-hmm. Now I knew none of these, neither one of these guys are, you know, yeah, yeah. they're like kind of rolling their eyes. They're like, you know, whatever. Um, but they do it. Yeah. Which is funny because prayer is like the last, last yeah, yeah, yeah. ditch effort for a scoundrel. You know what totally, I mean? Totally. Like, yeah. And so they do it. And she says, she's, you know, saying in Jesus name, don't come back. Yes. She goes, now what we need to do is go out to the edge of the property and do the same thing. And the brothers are still kind of dragging their feet on it, but they're like, okay, whatever. And so they go out there and they do it. And there's a woman in white that I'll come back to the woman in white. But so he goes, what's the strangest thing happens? They won't cross the property line anymore. They'll come up to the edge of the property line. They'll still scream and yell. Sometimes they still throw rocks, but they won't cross on the property. And he goes, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. He goes, I don't know if this is coincidence or what. And so um, he goes, it's it's strange. He goes, and I got to tell you about, they had mentioned this woman in white several times. And I asked him, I, I didn't think to ask any questions because I asked him, I said, well, who's this woman in white? And he goes, I think it's a homeless woman. And she's dressed in all white. And she goes, to be honest with you, Wes, she's built like a Sasquatch. And I started laughing. And I said, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, she's about 6'5". And she goes, she's got gray hair and it's in dreadlocks. And all the clothes she wears looks like um, she stole them. Like nothing actually fits her. And he goes, the the shoes, she goes, she, she wears clown shoes. And I go, what do you mean clown shoes? And he goes, they're obviously too big for her. They're like size 15. And they would see her constantly for months go across their property to the National Forest. And they feared it was just some homeless woman out there. Yeah. And he said, we tried to stop her several times. And we asked her, we said, do you need help? And she would never acknowledge them. And they would try and stop her constantly saying, you know, we don't, we're not going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. Do you need food? Is her family looking for you? He goes, if I were to guess her age, I guess she was about 65, 66, late 60s. And, um... He goes, but here's where it gets weird. Um, so we see this woman all the time. So after the spirit medium lady leaves yeah. and we're not having any problems, he goes, we can still hear them up on the ridgeline constantly roaring up there. Gotcha. And um, pretty soon here comes this woman in white. And he goes, you know, the strange part about it, Wes, is I, I have snake boots. And from my shins down, it's nothing but mud. This woman was never dirty. Right. He goes, but oh. it never hit me. And... Um, so here she comes. He goes, it's about seven o'clock at night. And here she, and he goes, we can hear him up there. He goes, it sounded like a bunch of WWE wrestlers up there. Right. You know, don't hit me, Chris. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like them up there fighting. Yeah. And he goes, I mean, he goes, the trees are being knocked over. Um, hmm. He goes, it just sounded like a fight was going on. Pretty soon here comes this woman in white. It's about seven o'clock. And he goes, we're trying to stop her. She won't look at us. And she just keeps walking. So he goes, fine. He goes, screw her. You know, yeah. they're like, she's dead. Right. Good riddance. And he goes, so we go to bed for the night. 
And he goes, we come out. And he goes, I don't remember if it was like Saturday morning. His brother comes over. They're out there smoking cigarettes. Yeah. He goes, pretty soon here comes this woman in white. Strolling down like she owns the place. And he goes, both of our jaws hit the floor. And he goes, I, he goes, to be honest with you, he goes, I had enough of this. I need to know who this woman is. Yeah. He goes, so I run out to her and I'm telling her, stop, 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 stop. And she just keeps walking. And he goes, I don't talk to women like this. He goes, but I command, he goes, I told her, he goes, I command you to stop. Yeah. And she stopped. And he goes, Wes, he goes, I'm within probably four feet of this woman in white. She turns around and he goes, she gave me the most evil, sinister smile. He goes, you wouldn't think a smile could be sinister. This is the most evil smile I've ever seen. And she was gone. Hmm. And I go, what do you mean she was gone? And he goes, she was just gone. And I verified it with the other brother. He goes, yeah, I was sitting about 20 feet away in my chair, having a cigarette, drinking coffee. And he goes, I thought my, he goes, it was one of those moments where you, you're like, is this reality? Is this, cause this, we had seen this woman for months and now she's gone. And so they call the spirit medium lady back up and they tell her about the woman in white. Uh-huh. Well, here's what she says. And I'm not saying I, I, I buy into this, but um, I'm not sure what to think about this. Yeah. She says these, and she uses certain terms, but she says these creatures are empty vessels coming up out of the earth. They're nothing more than wild animals. Only when they're possessed can they do extraordinary things. She goes, you hear about... She goes, everyone in the before world's kind of right. She goes, you hear about these glowing red eyes. Yeah. And it's not eye shine. She goes, only when they're possessed can they do things like that. This woman wasn't a woman. It was a very powerful uh, demonic entity presenting itself as a woman. And the reason why they were going crazy on the hill is because she was coming. She's the controller. And I was just like, what? Dude. And... So, so she, she going more into the spirit side of things. Yeah, these are yeah. some kind of an entity, like we mentioned, from yeah. the other world. But she said they can be killed, you know. And she sure some of the things she told them. This woman knows a little bit more than what she. It's not quite as crazy as it sounds because gotcha. she says things that are legitimate. Mm-hmm. But she says that they can be killed, and that she went on anyway. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean that's that's the, to me like if there's no bodies and there's no bones and there's no droppings in the forest with the sightings that there's something going on where it just disappears as if a spirit would or an entity or something along those lines, you know, discover why critics are calling kingdom of the planet of the apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day. It's a jaw dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Billy, uh, you have a lot of questions you want to ask Wes. He's got, he's he's been doing a little research here. uh, What would be your top three videos that you've seen that that are most convincing out there? Um... Or do you have any? Two of them okay. um, were sent to me privately. 
Uh, and they would definitely make the list. I, I, I guess everyone says a Patterson Gimlin film. Yeah, that. I mean, you can't. That's pretty. But I know convincing. Bob. I know Bob pretty well, so uh, I believe. Yeah, that, they filmed this. I mean, much. that one right there is definitely convincing because it's a female. You see the breasts. I mean, um, who's gonna take the time if you're gonna make a a, a monkey costume to make it a female or right. you know what I mean? And just there's a lot of convincing. I mean, a lot of. Uh, realness to that to that video yeah. yeah but i think some of the best videos they they don't get put out there yeah um thinker thunker has some pretty good ones. yes he does i've seen a couple yeah. of his man there's one that um have you seen the one where uh this guy's filming and he's a famous uh like national geographic photographer or a filmmaker okay and he's as he's filming i don't remember what it was it was um deer or Kind of like for like looking on the side of a mountain sort of thing. Yeah, and this thing coming. takes off running. Yeah, and it's this black thing that takes off running. Oh, I and he never saw it when he was filming. He never picked up on it, so they went back to the editing room, and he was like, "What the hell is that?" Wow. And it's keeping up the same speed, and it's running on two legs, and it's all black. Wow, wow. And it's a great video. I haven't seen it. the one that I saw was with uh, actually me and Dean Ambrose are watching from the WWE. He's a big squatcher too. Was I think like I'm I'm probably really wrong with this, but it was like either a herd of deer or sheep or something, and they're running out of the mountain. You can see up top something kind of up there like not chasing it but it's walking and they're just like kind of staying far ahead of them we just saw it a maybe couple it's months the same ago one, but this one's actually running with maybe that was it yeah. maybe that was it but it was something really weird we're like that thing does not look like those things and those things are running away from that from thing. That. yeah you know but when he talked to that guy too they had to be like helicoptered in so I mean, who's going to be in a monkey suit out there running around? Right, 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 right. There's uh, one called the Unseen Tribes. I think have you ever seen that video? Uh, this dude's walking with his dog, and then all of a sudden, a huge tree falls not far from him. Okay. Then he, he's you know, he takes you know, he's got it on on his camera phone. So when he gets back, he realizes that there he's there's a creature that pushes that I have tree seen up. That That's yeah. That's a pretty convincing. Yeah. Oh right wow, there. dude! It is a trip. And all these stuff you can probably find if you look up Sasquatch videos on yeah, YouTube yeah, on or something YouTube. like that. I know that one you're talking yeah. about. That is a good. That's one. a pretty convincing. Yeah. So go check one right those there. out. Yeah. Definitely, man. That was there uh, was something behind that tree. There too. definitely yeah. was, and you could tell it was big too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got uh, what's next, Billy? Yeah. I and what do you think about what about Todd Standing? How about do you know him at all? Yeah, I know Todd. I, I mean, I I, don't, I know of him. Yeah, I don't really yeah. Know of. I think. Well, no, first let's explain who Todd's. Todd he's Stanley, a, he, Todd Standing. He's Stan. a Canadian Standing. researcher, uh, British Columbia area, yeah. Alberta. Mm -hmm. But he's got some of the shots and videos. Did that you he watch has. the thing on Netflix that he did? I haven't yet. Oh, you gotta watch. I gotta it. see it. Yeah, I yeah. gotta. What's see on Netflix? It. Yeah, it's called. Um, what's it called? It's a Bigfoot movie. A documentary. I'll, I'll show you guys. It's good. He does have legitimate. I, in my opinion, he does have legitimate Sasquatches in there. The crazy part is. Everyone thinks they're going to see the Patterson-Gimlin creature. Right. Nine times out of ten, that's not what you see. Yeah, okay. And he has a creature in there. Here's what changed my opinion about Todd Standing. Because like everyone else in the Bigfoot world, you get called a hoaxer and a liar. And, totally. And um, and so for the longest time, I wasn't sure about him. Discovering Bigfoot is what you're talking Bigfoot. about. 2017 director Todd Standing. So yeah, I'll watch go. it, Chris. It's yeah. pretty good. He does okay. a good job. I'm watch that. So go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt you there. But, but there is some good... Um, video he has and he has legitimate audio in there too the growls that you hear in there is legit i've heard those wow. growls before uh i think he's a little nutty 
I got for you. going out there by himself. I, he is nutty on yeah. that. I agree with you on that. But I think that Todd, I mean, listen, he's suing the Canadian government for yeah for the recognition of Sasquatch. And he's actually got the court case going through, right? Yeah. Now. Suing them for what? Uh, for recognition of Oh, to, to, to recognize that it's an actual yeah. creature? Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's suing Canada. Yeah. And um, he, so I, I think he has legitimate stuff. He even yeah. told a government story, a government cover-up uh, cover story that he had been to a couple places and that one night he was out there and he heard helicopters. He was up at he was up at a place where he always saw them and knew that they were. So so he's near the place. All of a sudden it's dark. He hears helicopters. All right. All of a sudden, next thing you know, he hears a bunch of gunshots. Pow, 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 pow. They're not there anymore mm. after that. So yeah, that that's a crazy story that he mm. told on. And on I've the, heard a lot of those. Yeah, off there. So it's a like, lot. is the military killing those poor creatures? I, or you know, I, I mean, think hmm. that I think well, going back to the four one one. Yeah. Um, I think when too many people start missing in an area. Yeah. They do go in and kill these. They creatures. go in and take them yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And it's not for the public safety. It's because too many eyebrows are being raised. Yeah. So you're saying there's areas where people go where they're basically like massacred by these, like not all at once, but maybe people will disappear yeah. uh, regularly if they go into this certain area? Yeah, there's a lot of areas where people just vanish under strange hmm. circumstances. Mm -hmm. and, and I would say, you know, a lot of those, I'm a reasonable man. I People go out, things happen, you yeah, can get hurt, you know, happen, yeah. you can get attacked by a cougar. You totally. know, cougars out here are the size of small tigers. Yeah. Uh, you'll rarely ever see one, but... There's other situations where people are undressed. Yes, I've heard about that. Or their shoes are, they're found without their shoes. Their yep. shoes are taken. Yeah. Um, and if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you don't want someone running off, what's the first thing you want to do is take their shoes from them. It's hmm. true. Because now they can't get to yeah. There's so many cases like that to where there was a lady who was, I'm going to butcher the story. She was murdered. Okay. And these two guys, it was a guy and a girl. And it was in a place in Oklahoma where these things are notorious yeah. of being. And here's a strange death, for instance. This woman was ripped open. And the look on her face, she was actually sexually assaulted too. Hmm. And she was ripped open. Whoa. And they, they weren't, it was like someone just ripped her open. It wasn't like a clean a cut or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy that she was with. Yeah. His head was turned 360 degrees, ah. and his body had been thrown about 70 feet from where she was at. Wow. Both of them were murdered. Both of them were murdered. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where is this? In the States somewhere? In yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. Wow, and I'll send you the case if you want to check it out, Chris. But, um, or you too, Billy. Yeah, but thank you. It, and it's... It's a strange case, man. That it's is very strange. Yeah. There's no, there was no ever uh, any resolve to the case. They never found out who did it. Cops had no idea. Just a no total evidence butcher bodies. Huh? In fact, one of the cops that was there, he was like, "It wouldn't shock me if one of these creatures did it." Yes, yeah. I have no idea what else did it. Because there's a lot of sightings in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots. But not only that, but there's dog. I'm starting to get Dogman reports. Yeah, I've heard about that too. Let's talk about the yeah. Dogman too, because he's kind of the hip thing right now. Yeah. Besides, besides a, a good King's X album, yeah. like Dog Man. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, tell yeah. us about the Dog Man. I had a, uh, um, a guy who contacted me, and he, I'm starting to get a lot of these reports, but he was a, um, he actually became a preacher because of this. Oh, wow. So he's out with his girlfriend. This is down in the South. And they're cruising down this one spot where everyone goes to make out. They're in high school. Yeah. And as they're heading down, they park. And as they park, um, 
he has the music on. He's talking to, which is going to be his future wife, but his girlfriend at the time. And they hear deer coming. And the deer are running for their lives. Oh, okay. And he's like, that's strange. Like, the deer are just, you can hear them just coming. And then they felt something bump the car. Well, he goes, I've been out here before, and, you know, my football buddies, and he thought it was one of them giving him crap. Yeah, yeah. Because that had happened before. Gotcha. So he gets out of the car, and um, as he gets out of the car, the uh, interior light comes on. And he's within four feet of what he describes as a half man, half uh, wolf. He said wow. it had the body of, he goes, I guess, like a Sasquatch or like a man. It was standing up like a man. Yeah. But it had the head of a, he goes, I'm telling you, it was a wolf. And he goes, it's te- it was actually drooling its teeth. Whoa. And this guy is breaking down as he's telling me the story. Oh, really? And he said its eyes were glowing red. And he said his his girlfriend starts screaming because she looked back and saw it. Saw it. Uh. And as it was, he was sitting there face to face with this thing. He said he noticed something else, another set of red eyes moving, trying to get in closer. So he got back in the car and he took off. And he goes, Wes, I actually became a preacher because of this. He goes, I actually felt like I found God because yeah. of this. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know what to tell you what it was. This happened back in the 60s. He goes, I don't know. I, I can't tell you what this thing was. He goes, but it was an upright half man. He goes, a werewolf. Basically, it was a werewolf. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, but it stood about eight feet tall. He goes, if I were to guess, it was probably six, seven hundred pounds. And he goes, just staring at me. And he goes, I have, he goes, this bothered me my whole life. And he goes, I still have no clue what we ran yeah. into that night. But I get them all the time. I mean, I Dog had man cops. I had one, uh, um, a lady that came on the show and her nephew had run into one in Texas. He had worked his whole life to become a police officer, and this happened back in 93. They pull over these uh, these Mexican guys, and as, as they have them pulled over, the, the guys in this truck start screaming Lobo, which is wolf, and they yeah, start screaming yeah. Lobo. And he's like, well, what do you guys... And they want their license back, and they grab the license, and they put it in gear, and they take off. They, yeah. they don't care. They care less that it was the cops in there. Cobb looks over and he says, this thing comes out and he goes, it was a werewolf. He goes, I don't know what to tell you. It was a werewolf. And he goes, it had glowing red eyes. So I shot it. He took out his pistol and he shot, shot it. it, shot it. He goes, I shot it several times. He goes, it didn't seem like it affected it. It roared at me. Jeez. Whoa. He gets in his patrol car and here's the sad part of the story. So he called his aunt is into weird stuff. So he thought the only person that would believe him would be his aunt. Gotcha. So he told he's crying, calls his aunt one night. He'd been drinking all night. Mm-hmm. Tells his aunt, he said, here's what happened. Here's what I ran into. I don't, I don't know what this thing was, but it's following me now. She goes, what do you mean it's following you? He goes, I have to travel this same road every night and it's following me. And you get that type of reports from dogmen when people shoot these things on their property. Yeah. All of a sudden now they become the focus mm. of these creatures. Oh. He became such a bad alcoholic, he ended up dying from it. He mm. lost his job. He'd worked his whole life to become a cop. Couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. Started drinking. Man, that's crazy. It's like a demon or something. Yeah. yeah. Something, sounds you know, like it. Feels sounds like a demon or something to me. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! 
It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. What else you got, Billy? Is it questions? Uh, well, how about the, uh, I got, uh, did you ever read the story about how Daniel Boone supposedly killed a Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. No kidding. Makes, I never yeah. read that one. And it makes you wonder, well, what did they do with the body? You know what I mean? If he did it. He bragged the, about it. You yeah. know? So tell us that story, uh, Wes. I don't know it too well. He had a name for it. What did he call him? Yahoos? Yahoos, yeah. yeah. Daniel Boone. Yeah, really? Daniel Boone, yeah. He called him Yahoos. And um, <laughs> when he wrote about them, he said they were the hairy giants. Yeah. The Yahoos. And they stunk horrible. Yes, just like the ones today that they yeah. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that uh, they make horrendous sounds. And um, I guess he would go into like bars and tell this story. Yeah. Or into pubs. And until, the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, and his description sounds like a modern day. Sounds like a Sasquatch, Sasquatch. to me. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened to the body. What did you do with the body, Dan? Yeah. You know, if you killed it, what did you do? And there's that one guy in California who says he shot two of them. He shot. He was shot him from his car. He's rolling down the back road. Yeah. You know that guy? I don't know his name. Justin Smeon. That's yeah. it. And yeah. he didn't get the bodies neither. No. How are they not getting the bodies? I don't know. They He, he, he shot the he shot a, a grown one and a ki- uh, young one, a juvenile, supposedly, and uh, rolled out of there. Went back the next day and the bodies were gone, if I'm not, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I don't remember if they went back the next day or, or a couple days later. Yeah, something, something happened. But, but something I mean, it's strange the, the old if you watch the movies from the 40s and stuff if you shot a, a werewolf with a silver bullet it would disappear yes you know or it would revert yeah. back to human form right you know but, but they, they, you would never be able to catch this body and you, you have to wonder like is there something to that if you shoot the sasquatch and kill it does it just disappear because i don't think so well then where do the, where does it go where where are all the remains and the droppings well there's a couple of things i think that are that are going on there I think a lot of times when people shoot these things, they're freaking out. Yeah. They're not there to collect anything. A lot of times when these hunters, and I've talked to a few of them that that shot these things. Yeah. They're concerned for their life. Right. And the size of these things. Yeah. They're You're just not trying just, to get out of it. Yeah. yeah. The last thing you want to do, even if it was a bear, if you shot the bear and it went down, is go over and poke it and see if it's right. dead or not. Right. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. what if it's not? We've seen enough Jason movies was yeah. going to reach up and kill you. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. So I think a lot of people are just freaking out when they yeah. shoot them. And like that one guy, he shot it above the knee, and he just wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah, he just wanted to. He didn't go life. right. Mm-hmm. He didn't go back until a couple of days later to even get the bullet or anything. Yeah. But the thing is, is that with the size of these things, you can't pick up a deer and walk out. That's true. How are you going to get it out of there? These things are, you know, three times, four times, ten times the size. Usually, of Usually, there's you know? more than one around. If there's one around, and they'll probably drag them off. If you, you know what I mean, yeah. drag their dead off or something. That well, there. I think. Some of these things do eat each other. Ah. Um, I think that they do eat their dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think that wow. they bury anything. Out here, like in the Pacific Northwest, you're not going to... If I shot a deer, it's not going to be there a week and a half from now. It'll be gone. The oh, forest yeah. will clean it Yes, up. yes, yes. Because of the environment, it's just not going to last. Yeah. But that's a very valid question, Chris. And people ask that all the time. Where's all the dead bodies? Yeah. yeah. And there's not a great answer. 
Yeah. There's really not. Because, you know, my side, like, I think, and I mentioned this when we talked before, is that the, the world has so much forestry in it. You're talking about just the state of Oregon itself. Yes. You know, I mean, how much is there? I don't even, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of square miles of, of, of woods. Yeah. So don't tell me that you know everything that's in the woods because it's impossible. Right. Just like don't tell me you know everything that's in the universe and everything that's in the, yeah. the bodies of water and the earth. Exactly. It's just too expansive. So I'm not saying that I don't think there's stuff out there. I just don't understand that if they come close enough to civilization and start f***ing with civilization, right. and they get shot, that you wouldn't find something more than just a footprint or some hair. There'd be poop. Yeah. yeah. You know, they got to poop, right? That's Some true. kind of weird drop. You there are, put that in a DNA bag and send it to your friend. Of people finding the poop, though. There is. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people find the scat. But yeah. the problem with scat is you can't, it's can't not, analyze it. It's not great for DNA. Oh, gotcha. It deteriorates okay. so quick. Yeah. And there's so many enzymes and everything else that's in there that right, right, right. DNA is going to be gone. And yeah. I mean, you hear these uh, Bigfoot guys that freeze and you know put it in their freezer or whatever it's like for god's sakes man I mean, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing you know what i mean right, right, right. <laughs> put it around a chain and wear yeah. it as a necklace <laughs> yeah what else you got billy got other questions um that's pretty much rounded out what i had yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but i mean dude that we could speak for hours on this you know yeah. i mean i, I do you know, think, on and on. i do think the dog man is not there's i do think it's more demonic in my I, own I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I totally agree. I don't think it's natural. The Squatch is more of more of a organic a, creature. Yes, exactly. The weird thing is you get natural stories. I would say most encounters are people just accidentally running into them. Yeah. You know, hiking. Oh, I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sure. And yeah. they just stumble into them. Yeah. And so I think most encounters seem very natural. You know, the creature's eating, the creature's doing something, or it's going from point A to point B. But there is a, a portion of... Uh, of encounters that are very odd yeah. that are very strange That's and they true. do fall more in the paranormal and i think the older i get the more i realize i don't know everything you know <laughs> what I mean? it seems like every year i realize i know nothing mm -hmm. and so i do stop and listen to those encounters too as well because i think it's important to hear well there's everything. also the other theory too that that they're they're alien creatures yeah, you yeah, know I've that's why they that come before. and go so much because they fly away or wherever the hell they go which you know who knows right yeah, no one has one in their garage or studying. That's yeah. true. That's exactly right. <laughs> have you ever had any uh, close uh, any type of uh, encounters, Billy? The only close encounter, or the only thing close to an, an encounter I had was with my wife. We were uh, I talked to her about it today too. We were on this trail called the Bartram Trail, and it's a uh, in Georgia it's in the, Appa in the yeah, Appalachians. Okay. But it's, we were on the North Carolina side of it, mm. and which is right next to Georgia. So we're rolling down the trail, and I used to, you know, I used to mess with her, do a tree knock, and be like, "What was that? What was that?" You know. Yeah, yeah. So we're rolling down this trail, and she turns around, and she goes, "Stop doing that! I know that's you." I was like, "What?" And all of a sudden, I heard a pop, pop, way off, kind of over here to my left, and I started thinking, "Well, this is this is the fall, and somebody must be chopping wood." And then it did it again, pop, pop. So it's not an axe hitting a, yeah. a tree. So she just takes off running down the trail, dude. Just gone. <laughs> the dog's with her. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And you know, and then all of a sudden, I heard some movement over there, like up where the the knock was. And by that time, she was gone. So we both ran down yeah. the trail. And I was like, hold on. And you know, she, I'm going to the car. I'm going to the car. And we were the only ones out there on that trail that day. So there's no telling what it was. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, Something that's strange, the closest though. thing to, the, yeah, yeah. to an encounter. You know, yeah, which is me. still, it's still enough. And it got me, it made, the, it made my arm hair stand up. I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> hold on. 
Yeah. No, let's be careful what we wish for, man. I know. I agree. And they, I, I think they are in the Appalachians. There's been a lot oh, of yeah. sightings and stuff. A up. lot of missing people, too. Lots of missing people. That's the other thing, too, Chris. You asked about it. If you look at, like, a map mm-hmm. of, and you probably know this, Billy, because you look into it, but if you look at, like, hotbed of where people are reporting these things, yep. and you line up the map with missing people, mm. it's almost disturbing. Really? Yeah. 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 I've seen. I've, Very I've, disturbing. Yeah, that is. Because in those exact same hotbeds where people are claiming to see these things, there's a lot. There's a lot of missing people in those areas. A lot. Appalachian Trail is notorious. What are the hotbeds? You mentioned Appalachian Trail. Where else? There's a lot of places um, like down in um, Texas. Even uh, Yosemite and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yosemite, east of Conroe. The crazy part about this with this, and you said it earlier, Chris. It's amazing how close these things are to civilization. When they want to be. When, when they, they come close, be. right? Yeah. Like, if I showed you where a lot of encounters happen, you'd be shocked that, you know, like, we're in downtown Portland right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I can get to you guys 30 minutes north. That's what you said, yeah. And I guarantee probably after midnight you'll hear them. I won't say you'll see them, but, but you'll, you'll hear them. Really? really? And we're in downtown Dude. Portland. <laughs> and so... Got a date next They're time. not that... <laughs> yeah, man, I'll yeah, take you up there, bro. awesome, bro. So, they're not... In the middle of nowhere. That's not where people are. It, it seems like they're close uh, to civilization mm-hmm. in a lot of states, especially here in Washington. Like yeah. I said, man, we're only 30 minutes from... But it, here's from- the thing. Like, if you go to Banff, right, which is just outside of Calgary, it's a mountain town. Yep. On a, on a rare day, but it's happened. I've seen it. You see, moose will walk through town. Yeah. They'll oh, just walk okay. through, hang out, and split. Doesn't happen often, but they come close enough to where... They're in. They're there. Yeah. So I mean, once again, who's to say that squatches wouldn't be hanging around and yeah. maybe don't want to come into town? But if a moose is going to walk into town, they're not exactly the bravest of creatures, and you'll never yeah. find one. Yeah. But there it was, freaking moose. So why wouldn't a squatch maybe just be checking out, like you said, being close? How close can we get? You right. Know? right. Yeah. You hear about them a lot on Native American reservations, yes. going through the trash. Yep. Going through trash. I've, yeah. I've heard about that a lot. You sure it's not just bears? No, these people are pretty. I mean, obviously, yeah, they're definitely. There's a place here. Um, it was a Harstein Island, north of here, probably about an hour and a half, and um, it's notorious for sightings. I mean, absolutely notorious really? for sightings. And there's a campground up there. It's the only campground up there, and people report even during the day these things walking in, mm. going through the dumpster, and then strolling out of there like like no. like they own the place. Wow. And there's tons of encounters in the Horstein Island. What do they call them at Wendigo or is that is that is is it something else? Just Sasquatch. A Sasquatch, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually an Indian word. Natives call it Wendigo. Yeah, yeah, they Sasquatch. call it the hairy man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sasquatch Yeti. Yeah, yeah. Tons of names, man. As we wind down here, what's the uh what's the still to this day the, the one story that, that you have that's still if someone said tell us one Sasquatch story that freaks you out or whatever it may be is there one that stands out in your mind? Oh, man. That would be tough. That would be really, really tough. Mm. Um, I can tell you a recent one. Sure. Okay, yeah. have on the guy, a guy on the show. The problem is I've, I've heard so many odd stories. Yeah, yeah. From people being attacked to people. I'll tell you. the Well, I'll tell a different one because I told that one last time I was on, Chris. The recent one I have is this guy. Uh, him and a, he was trying to reconnect with his father. Gotcha. In South Carolina. And he lived in, I believe, Utah. So he moves out to South Carolina to reconnect with his dad. They never had a great relationship. His dad owned all this property. 
and um his dad's a true country boy like, yeah run a generator at night yeah no yeah. running water yeah you gotcha. know straight up uh but anyway so he goes out there and um he's staying with his dad and he's like yeah the we're in this tiny trailer it's hot and we got to open the windows at night and he goes i actually had a box fan with an extension cord going all the way to the generator yeah to, to cool air. it yeah cool yeah. the place down right so they come home. He asked his dad, he goes, can I borrow the van? He goes, I got to go into town to get some things. So him and his wife, him and his wife go into town and they come back and it's after dark. Mm-hmm. His dad didn't want any smoking in the house. So they sit outside and smoke yep. or in, yep. uh, in the van. Gotcha. And they're sitting in the driveway. And it's dark now. And his wife, I talked to his wife too. His wife goes, why did the neighbor just run past the van? And he goes, well, what are you talking about? That wasn't the neighbor. She goes, well, what was that? It just ran past the van. And he goes, it was like a a flash. I mean, it was that quick. And what ended up happening was this thing goes around to his side and starts growling at him. And he goes, the growl, and he goes, it actually did a large, like a a loud whoop right next to the van. He goes, it was so loud. He goes, it rang my ears and just shook me. (laughs) And this thing starts growling. And um, so he's sitting there and he's trying to, and his wife's, actually she's down like at the floorboard you know like just, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like a ball down at the yeah, hiding, dude. She's hiding. freaking out she's a smart one out yeah <laughs> so she's down there and he's trying to figure out what's going on so he he said that it grabbed um he he hits his brakes yeah and it lights it up and it's on his side of the van Whoa. and it's not quite in the back but it's next it lights it right up yeah. and he goes it was probably eight feet tall he goes about four feet wide and he goes, I didn't know what it was. He goes, I, I didn't know. He goes, I, I complete confusion on what's going on. It grabs the top of the van and starts rocking it. Whoa. And he said it was actually rocking the van, like lifting the van up oh, as yeah. it was rocking it. Oh, my gosh. His dad came out and with a shotgun and fired off like three or four shots in the air. Yeah. And started yelling at it. And it stopped rocking the van, put the van down, just stood there and looked at him. Really? And so his dad's not sure what to do like yeah. am i going to shoot this thing or what and he says finally it took off and him and his, his wife can barely walk they get out they run, run up to the house and he's like dad what what was that and his dad's like i've been here for 40 years of my life i've heard those sounds before but i never knew what was making it i'd Whoa. never seen that before so i don't know yeah and so they get inside the house and they're trying to calm down obviously the creature's gone so they thought and um him and his wife go back to the back side of the trailer and they're all going to sleep in the same room but i guess his dad's kind of an older guy and like sleeping in his underwear and he's like yeah my (laughs) wife's here you know yeah yeah yeah. so they go back to the opposite in the room and he said um this huge rock hits the side of the house they love throwing those rocks they always do yeah and another one hits the fan in the window, breaks almost breaks the top of the fan off. And another one hit the side of the house. And so him and his dad grab shotguns and flashlights and they go out there. Yeah. Well, they didn't see anything. But the next day, um, it finally left. Yeah. The next day, you go out and he said, these rocks were like the size of uh, bowling balls. Oh, really? This thing They're was hurling. Hurling those things. And it actually had torn the side of the um, aluminum trailer. Yeah. Because it hit it so I bet hard. so, dude. And he said um, where it actually had grabbed the side of his dad was pissed. Where it grabbed the side of the van was kind of where one of the side doors opened. So it grabbed the top of it. 
it had actually bent it down about four or five inches from where it grabbed it and started shaking the van. Wow. And he's like, we were out of there, man. He goes, I didn't believe in Bigfoot before. And you hear that all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you become a believer yeah. after stuff like that. Why do you believe in Bigfoot, Billy? Man, I uh, as a kid, I was when I first saw that Patterson-Gemlin film, yeah. I uh, was fascinated with it back then. But then I started hiking and biking a bunch and just loved being out in the woods. And and then finally, you know, one of these uh, uh, one day I was like, well, what if there's any Bigfoot videos on yeah. YouTube? And I just got into it a few years ago yeah. and became like a real believer. I mean, yeah. you know, they're they're out there. I mean, yeah. I believe they are out there. Think we'll ever catch one or, or, or get a body? Or I think eventually. I think what will end up happening is they'll disclose it. But when they disclose this... See, when you pull out a string on a on a shirt, all of a sudden the shirt starts falling apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you disclose this, and what else is real? Yeah. Right. And so now you almost kind of have. Now, how do you answer for? You asked me about cover-ups before. How do you answer for people who went missing? Yeah. You know, loved ones who are gone. Yeah. Now, if they had known about it the whole time, that's liability on the government for not yeah, saying anything. Not saying right. Anything. Exactly, right. dude. So there's a lot of problems with I disclosing tape it. on that. Yeah. One. Yeah, man. It's a it's a, a secretive, creepy world that we live in. Yes. And you're making it even creepier, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, man. Thanks, brother. Thank Thanks for you. having me on. Thanks for having me on, Chris. All right. Did you like it, Billy? I loved it, dude. Loved it. <laughs> Thanks to Wes Germer from the Sasquatch Chronicles and Billy Gray from Fozzie for uh, sh sharing and enjoying all those creepy stories. If you've had a Bigfoot sighting or encounter, let Wes know. You can email him at Wes at SasquatchChronicles.com and maybe he'll have you on his podcast. You can share those with him. And of course, you can listen and subscribe to the Sasquatch Chronicles at Apple Podcasts at SasquatchChronicles.com and you can hear Billy Gray on the new Fozzie record at Judas. So if you missed, uh, also if you missed Billy on the uh, Chris Jericho's Rock and Rage at Sea, you still got a chance to see the entire Sea of Honor tournament. Flip Gordon. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it for you. <laughs> Lots of great stuff, man. So many good matches. And of course, the biggest main event of the year between the Alpha Club, uh, the Bucks of Jericho, or is it Y2 Jackson, versus the Bullet Club featuring Kenny Omega, Marty Skrull, and Cody. People are calling it a must-see classic. Just sign up for the Streaming for Vengeance pay-per-view at fight.tv or on the Fight TV app. Streaming for Vengeance happens tomorrow night, Saturday, November 3rd at 8 p.m. and fight.tv and the fight tv app are the only way to see it also don't forget jericho versus evil on new japan world that's uh saturday morning early saturday morning from the sold out uh osaka uh Edeon arena so you can see two new chris jericho matches in one day come check out jericho versus evil at new japan world in the morning at probably 6 a.m eastern time and then at 8 p.m eastern it's uh streaming for vengeance alpha club versus bullet club and of course if you live in new zealand Australia and Canada. Fozzie is headed your way starting next week. Auckland at the studio November 7th. Then we're back to Australia. Melbourne at Max Watts on November 9th. That's my birthday. Yay me. November 10th, Sydney at the Manning Bar. November 13th, Adelaide at the Gov. November 14th in Brisbane at the Triffid. Then we fly back to finish off the Judas Rising Tour in Canada. We start off with Three Days Grace. November 21st in Moncton. Uh, 23rd in Halifax. 24th is Quebec City. 25th is Montreal. All, all with three days grace then we go on a headlining tour Arn Pryor on November 26th that's sold out at the, at the John Street London Ontario London Music Hall on the 27th 28th Toronto at the Rock Pile come check us out there uh, how about uh, November 30th Thunder Bay at Crocs 
December 1st, Hometown Show, Winnipeg at the Burton Cummings Theater. The second is in Regina at the Exchange. The third, Edmonton at the Starlight Room. And we finish off the entire Judas Rising tour in Calgary, Alberta at the Gateway on December 4th. Go to FozzyRock.com for all ticket information and also get tickets for Fozzy's legendary VIP meet and greets, one of the best in the business. We play a mini concert for you. We hang out, we meet you, we greet you, we do anything you want to do. Go to FozzyRock.com for all that information. All right. What a crazy week it's been. It continues as I'm heading to Japan in about two hours. The rock never stops, but still, we're still taking it to you. And coming up Wednesday, exclusive, the entire Bullet Club. Kenny Omega, Marty Scroll, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Adam Page. And they've got a huge announcement regarding the, the Bullet Club. Uh, so you're going to hear that. The exclusive, exclusive announcement right here on Talk is Jericho. You're going to hear that on Wednesday. Enjoy yourself. Have a great weekend. Don't forget about streaming for Vengeance. Go check that out. Fight.tv. Alpha Club versus Bullet Club. You do not want to miss it. It's a very, very cool moment in my career. We'll see you then. Thank you. In the meantime, in between time, stay hard. Stay cool. Stay hungry. Peace, big peace and love. We say, oh, yeah. Yeah.